0: Good day everyone, this is Nathan from Cutting Edge Recruitment. Today I want to go into a little bit about why we got started with Cutting Edge, how we got started and give you that story. So I trust you may find it quite interesting and uh, hope you enjoy. And this is episode 3 of our podcast. So let's go into... Why we got started and how that happened, and it was one of, as usual, one of these sort of accidental stories. And we ended up running cutting edge from, uh, from just circumstance, really. So, a bit of my background I was working as a chef, you know, from the age of 16. I, I started working as a chef, went to college as well, but I was working um, whilst I was at college and working in the UK. Did some time working at the Savoy. Um, worked in some smaller restaurants that did very well in terms of awards and, and recognition. Uh, one of those went on to win, I believe it was UK Restaurant of the Year. It was the Sportsman in Seasalter in Kent. And uh, I, came, I met my wife and uh, she, we, she got a job in Hong Kong. So we moved out to Hong Kong. And uh, I started working in the culinary school. And the reason I wanted to do that was because when I was at culinary school, I'd had an amazing uh, lecturer there who really inspired me to, to, to try and do the absolute best. And he sort of really opened my eyes to what hospitality could be, uh, what it was to be a chef, and, and what an amazingly creative and uh, just interesting and wonderful role being a chef can be, and so he would uh, enter us into competitions and, and prepare us for that. And it was very very inspiring. We ended up coming second in the Top Door competition, which is the the main student competition in the UK and across Europe. Um, narrowly missed out on first position, but again it was a, an incredible ex- experience and uh, met some of the top chefs at the time. Um, Anton Mosiman was the judge. Um, and then some other chefs as well who, uh, who were, I think it was Willie, Willie Elsner I think was the, the sh- one of the judges who was the chef at the Dorchester um, and had some great dinners with some top chefs Gary Rhodes uh, was working with um, some of the team with, with Gordon Ramsay's kitchens and just, just a wonderful time, at the time you know, this was the time when uh, Gordon Ramsay was just starting out, he was in the aubergine in London which I believe was his first restaurant and so quite involved with that scene and it was a very very exciting time in the UK at at that time it was when being a chef went from sort of quite a standard job to being quite interesting and somewhat cool. Uh, So really really enjoyed that and I wanted to be able to bring some of that experience and try and introduce what my lecturer had done for me when I was at college. and impart that into, into my students and, and, and uh, hopefully try and inspire them in a similar way. So I wanted to do that. A lot of people are not into college in terms of uh, culinary school, um, but personally I, I had found it to be an absolutely brilliant experience and really set me up for, for my career. Um, so we moved out and I was working in the culinary school, so in the culinary school, it was actually not too intense work hours. It was about thirty hours a week. Um, so I had a bit of spare time on my hands, and I I've, I was quite connected because of the culinary school, and I meet lots of uh, restaurant owners and uh, sort of get quite involved in the scene. So I got invited to, to do some consulting with some restaurant openings and some restaurant groups, and got very involved in that, and and and. Was wonderful experience. Different kinds of openings, some fine dining and some more casual as well. And uh, so I would be getting very involved with the scene in Hong Kong. Very vibrant scene, uh, very competitive in terms of in terms of hospitality. Um, and then once once these concepts were designed, and I'd work with the clients on the design and the menu and and all of those types of things to be set up for the opening of the restaurants, and uh, and and we would constantly bump into the same issue. So I was putting all this effort into. So I'll go into what the issue is in a moment. So I'm putting all of the effort into making sure each project was going smoothly as possible. Of course, there's always the unexpected when when you're doing a restaurant opening. Um, trusting in my ability to. Deliver on each project for my employers. I'd lead the design of menus, do all the testing, excitedly going through all these dishes that we were going to do. Do all the staff training, get up, the, you know, all the manuals together, all the all the recipes together, all the training, all the ordering systems in place. Um, all these elements were getting set up, and were you know, working very very busy hours to 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 do this because I was also having 30 hours of, of teaching as well and, uh, in, in setting that up so I'd get all the costings done and all the training manuals prepared and uh, you know had assured my bosses that I'm extremely well connected because I was. Um, I was working as a, in the hospitality school and knew a lot of people because of that and uh, so I put the word out across our network whenever we needed staff and I'd place ads on all the usual job boards, and uh, I'd be waiting for these applicants, and then not much would happen. And so I thought, well, okay, we'll, for the lower end positions, we'll, maybe we can tap into some of the students who will be leaving soon. But all of those students get hoovered up by the hotel groups. So those students generally want to go straight into the big hotel brands, and the hotel brands Uh, have a have a relationship set up with with the schools where they do an internment in the hotel and generally generally they go straight into jobs from there so most of those were gone already Um, and I was telling my employee employers that I'm you know very well connected not to worry they were getting you know they'd start getting a bit anxious as time was going on in Hong Kong the uh, timeline for getting restaurants open is quite short as I'm sure many can understand Um, ...due to the extremely high rents here, you know, people want to get, get the, 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 the restaurants open as quickly as possible. And so they'd start getting an- anxious and I'd assure them it's going to be okay, uh, I've got everything under control... ...but inside I'd be panicking, uh, you know, getting, getting quite, quite, quite anxious and quite concerned about things... ...because we were just not getting the staff uh, who, who, who should be in place for these positions... Um, the tr- the basic trouble is there's just not enough s- chefs to go around, not enough uh, management people. Uh, those ones that are there are generally I- deeply involved in whatever positions they're currently in. So to get them, you need to know that they're ready to, to ready for a move, or uh, you know that they're they're set up and that they they've done their their job and they're looking for the next the next challenge. and, and but usually they're deeply involved in what they're doing. Uh, the good ones are at least you know of course there are always the ones that want to ch- change jobs very quickly but of course we don't really want that type so I doubled down on the search put more ads out spend more money on that and get more and more exasperated I just felt like I was sending everything out into the abyss um, those seekers that were seeking jobs are gener- on those usual general sites um, that are not specialized in 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 hospitality uh, they're generally not looking for hospitality roles you know that if people are looking for hospitality roles they're generally um, they they are they're already in hospitality so they need to be targeted so yeah it was quite quite um you know i'd start feeling that this is a nightmare and uh this is turning into uh, something that could undermine these projects, um, then what would happen is because I was focusing so much on staffing and uh, interviewing candidates that were maybe not suitable, wasting a lot of time on that, um, you know because we weren't getting the right people applying, and uh, it was starting to detract from all of the other things that that I was doing um, yeah, so it's like. I was ending up in quite a difficult choice. Like, you know, could I, could I, employ some people that are not really suited and and train them up, and they'd need to go through quite a bit of training to get to the standard that we would want. Um, it was just, a, yeah, it's quite quite a quite a struggle to be, to 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 be honest. Um, I was very concerned that. If I did that, you know, that would this impact on the revenue, if they're not quite trained enough, they're not quite professional enough? Um, but then what choice do you have if you're not getting the people applying? Um, and so I realized that if I was experiencing this, and I'm well connected, um, and everybody else I was talking to was saying the same thing, that staff was a nightmare, um, that this was a widespread issue. So I thought that I might be able to start to do something to help out the consulting side of what I was doing if I was to just start compiling all of these people that I was meeting, all of these people that I had, um, you know, that I was talking to in this culinary school, uh, started just sort of letting people know that, you know, finding out who's looking for jobs. So I basically just started compiling everything um, that I had. Into into a list, so it started out. Uh, we had um, hundreds, a few hundred to start off with. Um, then that quickly got into a thousand, a couple of thousand, a few thousand, tens of sa- tens of thousands, and then ultimately to hundreds of thousands. So it was quite the uh, um, quite quite the journey, to be honest. Um, to begin with, it wasn't thought out to be a a, a recruiting business we just thought you know let's start cutting edge and well sorry we didn't even have the name then Um, but let's start uh, just compiling things and this will be helpful for for when we need staff it just be a great database Um, and then I would start getting people approaching me you know I know you've got loads of staff on your database do you know anyone who's looking for some something and then I'd match them up with somebody who was looking for something and it just dawned on me, you know, maybe we should sort of professionalize this a little bit. So I was doing my, I, I always start the day with a meditation, um, try and set myself up properly. And then one day I was meditating and the name Cutting Edge just popped into my mind. And I was like, oh, that's a great name for the recruiting agency because, um, you know, Cutting Edge, Knives, Chefs. Yeah, that's great. So I got my friend who's an artist to quickly draw up a, lo- a logo Took her about fifteen minutes, and I thought that's wonderful. Uh, it's still the logo we use today, exactly the same. And uh, within a few months, the word started spreading, and I now had candidates from across Hong Kong and uh, even China reaching us. And uh, we'd start getting all these CVs, and I thought this is this is great. So I started getting very enthusiastic about it. Um, it got to the point where I thought, well, you know, this is. This is uh I, I, could, I should focus on this full time, so I handed in my notice and uh, started focusing full time on cutting edge recruitment. Then uh, the realization dawned on me that uh, this this database we had was becoming massive and too too big to manage um, I, I was becoming totally overwhelmed with all the with all the ima- with the demand and with the uh, amount of CVs we had, and I couldn't remember every every everybody who'd sent us CVs because there were just too many to keep to to keep um, tabs on. You know, I started segmenting them and organizing them, but even then it was too many. So I needed assistance from somebody who knew what they were doing in recruiting. So I put the word out, and uh, luckily somebody introduced. Uh, Kelly to me who still works with us and she he had been working in hospitality, sorry, in recruiting for quite a long time and knew all the systems that needed to be in place and all the software that would help access and tap into the various uh, documents we had and the, various, the database and compile everything and, and order all the best, best candidates so we knew exactly who the best candidates were in each, in each niche. And uh, she set up that whole system and organized all of that so it was all running incredibly efficiently. So we could just, as somebody approached us, we were able to quickly find those people, know who's looking for positions already, who'd be open, and uh, and quickly match up the right people. So that was a massive help and uh, really, really appreciated that she joined us for that. Yeah, so with with my experience in hospitality and staffing and training and her experience in uh, recruitment, we were able to set up a good team around us um, and train the team up to to do exactly what we needed them to do. And uh, thankfully, that's that's working out quite well. Um, So then after several couple of years, we started getting clients reaching out to us from across Asia. So initially, we had Hong Kong, and then China clients in China started reaching out to us, and we got quite a few interesting clients. And then then it started spreading t- from the from the bigger cities to, you know the so we Shanghai, Beijing, and then places like Chongqing and Shenzhen, uh, and started assisting them in that way, um, which was great. And then we started getting a lot of uh, candidates who were in China as well sending us their profiles and. The word was getting out that we were people to go to 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 find staff and find jobs. So that was wonderful. And uh, so it seemed like we stumbled across this huge unmet demand and that we were able to to really help some people out along the way. And then, to my great surprise, we started getting approached from places in the Middle East, um, which I really wasn't expecting. So we've got quite a few clients over in the Middle East as well, um, various countries over there, from uh, you know Dubai and some of the some of the other countries, and uh, even some of the royal families or one of the royal families reached out to us, which was a great surprise, um, and so it's been wonderful sort of uh, working with a wide range of clients and a wide range of candidates to 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 get people in place for great positions so several years on it's been an absolutely amazing experience to learn how we've been able to help candidates reach their dream jobs and to have candidates send in you know when when they get jobs and they send in photos of them working or videos of them working or you know sometimes we get pictures of of candidates that we've helped with their families and they've you know got their wife and their kids and uh, it's, it's really, really great when that sort of thing happens because you realise that they really appreciate it and they really see that we've helped them get their dream job and really change something for them in their, in their lives, um, which wasn't something I intended or even thought about, but it's a wonderful uh, side effect of doing what we do. And then when we go and visit clients and we see people that we've put in place you know, maybe they're looking for a, a really specialist chef. I don't know, some, some, you know maybe like a Japanese cuisine uh, m- mixed with Western influence or Western plating style. Um, and they're really, really looking for an excellent chef in that, that genre. And we get the perfect person for them. And they take their restaurant and they get their opening done. And that chef opens everything perfectly for them. And you see them getting awards, and you go and visit them, and uh, it's just wonderful to, to, to see the, uh, the, the gratitude and the impact that we can have by getting the right people in the right place and really smoothing things along for our clients and, uh, and the candidates that apply as well. So, uh, you know, like for example, if you put a when we've put marketing uh, teams in place or marketing managers, and then they do this wonderful marketing campaign for an opening and then you see them opening second branches or getting awards and it's just just very 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 satisfying to see that happen and knowing that of course they're they're doing a great deal of the work and and doing all the opening but that we have really really helped out by finding those key people and putting them in place and allowing allowing them to then go and do their thing which is yeah it's very very satisfying um to to see all these teams that are in place that we've sourced and, and matching people with with wonderful jobs um, and wonderful working environments and wonderful people matched together and so great experience and I just wanted to share all of that with you I hope it's interesting and uh, I'll be doing another podcast very soon on another topic and uh, hopefully you will enjoy that one too thank you Cutting Edge Recruitment is a recruitment agency based in Asia. If you'd like to know more about us, please check out our website www.cuttingedgerecruit.com or send us an email at info at cuttingedgerecruit.com. Thank you.